Welcome everybody to another episode of Wrestling Endeavors. I think this is part three, or is yep. it part four? No, part part four, uh, right? Part three, I think. I don't know. I think I, no. I think it might be part four. I don't know. Whatever. We'll get that. Uh, part four usually just means the new episode or whatever the case may be. Uh, we were supposed to shoot our Christmas Wrestling Endeavors episode uh, on Wednesday, which was before Christmas Eve. But unfortunately, uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Santa Claus. Uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, we, we shoot our podcast in my studio, um, and it just so happens that one of our fellow knights from the round table podcast needed us to take care of a certain party um, that they were doing for uh, <laughs> their children. And it just so happens that they needed one of us to dress up as Santa Claus. Unfortunately, they know me. Because Santa couldn't come, that's why. They know me as Dave the Saint. One of the children knows who I am. It just so happens that we ended up talking uh, Logan LeBeau into doing that. And we forgot that the, uh, the kid who knows me knows him just as much. Um, but yeah, he dressed up as Santa Claus, uh, made all the kids happy and all this beautiful stuff. By the time we were done, because we were invited to eat, uh, we were only able to shoot our Knights of the Roundtable Christmas episode. We needed to do our Knights in Review and our night uh, rest, uh, Wrestling Endeavors episode, but we weren't because we were Dang, so we, we were exhausted. Actually tired. <laughs> exhausted beyond belief. <laughs> to the point that the next day when I woke up, I had the most racking headache. And I couldn't go to my sister's and be with the family. But, yes, uh, we are not making excuses for it because this is our, although it's a little late, it is our Christmas episode of Wrestling Endeavors and many more to come in the future. So, yes, I am Dave D. Saint and this is... Logan LeBeau. And we're going to bring you the information of last week's uh, WWE going into this week. Um, obviously, we're not going to cover TLC. TLC will be next week that's coming up because it just happened, what, this past uh, Sunday? Yep. Um, so yes, and uh, we will bring you. We will bring you. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Uh, so we're gonna bring you the news that has happened. Um, obviously, with some bad, some really, really horrible news dropped yesterday that it was very heartbreaking, and we will talk about it. But um, let's just talk about the stuff that happened, and then we'll get to that. So uh, AEW superstar John Huber passed away at 41. Oh, I'm sorry, I just jumped the gun. Um, that will be... Well, we'll talk more about that. So we'll just talk about it right now. Uh, well, I already touched on it. AEW superstar John Huber, dead at 41, who also played the character of Brody Lee at, in AEW. And in WWE, he was known as um, Luke Harper. And he was part of the Wyatt family. So uh, the AEW and WWE stars paid tribute to the late wrestler. Um, and we find out that he passed away of a uh, cause... Uh, it was a low, lung, lung problem. It wasn't COVID related, as his wife stated. Um, so yes, uh, it was very heartbreaking. It's still fresh in our minds because it happened yesterday, and um, 
he will be missed by many, many people who are his friends, loved ones, and who are fans. Um, at the end of this podcast, we will uh, we will read what um, Bray Wyatt, um, Eric Rowan, and Braun Strowman read, said because they were the most closest to him. They were part of the Wyatt family. Even though there was a lot of stuff said by WWE and AEW combined. Those three uh, were the most... They were the closest because obviously they had a family. Um, so we will speak about them at the very end. Right now, we just got to get rid of through the show and then we'll get to that. Um, also, wrestling legend Danny Hodge passes away at 88. Uh, WWE SmackDown promo confirms Seth Rollins will return soon. Um, so uh, keep looking out for that because... Uh, who is he? Is he going to be renewed again? Is he still going to be the Messiah? Um, what, what's going to change? Is he going to change him? Are they going to involve the stories of his his child in this? Because you know how they love to play with the, with the families. I don't know. All, all I know is that I'm hoping he doesn't come back to feud with Rey Mysterio again. That's all I'm hoping. For. I'm thinking he's coming back to feud with freaking um, Roman Reigns, and now it's going to be a bad guy against bad guy fat. That's going to be a good because they had it before, but like before, Roman Reigns was looked at as this little weakling. Yeah. But now it's all right. WWE Bray Wyatt proposes a horror movie about the Fiend. Did you hear anything about that? No, I have not. Can you imagine a Fiend? I can, the only hard way that they can actually make this into a movie would have to be some kind of like a, a, um, American Horror Story, the circus type thing. Like I would have to see some kind of maniacal. Oh, thing like the freak show. There. Yeah, the freak show thing. That's the only way that I can actually see that working. But then again, he is pretty scary, and I think they would go very gory with his character. Like the whole uh, puppet thing, uh, that would be a very uh, <laughs> Mr. Rogers thing. <laughs> that would that would be a whole uh, Nightmare on Elm Street vibe, like going into a dream sequence and stuff okay. like that. I, I can, can see, see something I can that, see that. Okay. demonic. All right, continuing on, uh, Bray Wyatt got set on fire at the TLC match, which we will cover on the next uh, on the next podcast, which will be on Wednesday. Uh, but. You were saying that it looks so fake because one well, minute is Bray Wyatt and the yeah. next minute it's a doll that like, they like, burn. Like if you, if you pay attention carefully, like I I, I kind of do sometimes because these cinematic matches sometimes do Easter eggs. So it's like I want I, I would like to see what the Easter eggs are, and this one had no Easter eggs whatsoever. But when spoiler when Randy Orton lights the match to throw onto Bray Wyatt. The scene when he's pouring the gas on him, you see Bray Wyatt's belly. You can tell it's Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> also, because of the scene when he lights the match and about to throw it, also the the character on the floor has no stomach, like it's <laughs> flat. <laughs> and you can tell it's and a dummy. You, uh, you showed me a picture, and it actually yeah, looked you, like you, a dummy. You can tell it's a dummy, flat out. It's funny. So it's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. All right, so uh, WWE confirmed the Royal Rumble for 2021. So does this mean they're going to have no audience members in there? Are they going to go along with the whole thing? I don't know, but we have the first entry. Who is it? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan? He said he's going to be the So uh, is it going to be in the new, th- the new arena? Is it in the I, Tropicana I, field or something? I have no clue. They haven't announced. I don't think they announced where it's going to be This is going to be the very first type of, of Royal Rumble the Look, way it is. All I know is that this Royal Rumble, there's not that many people. 
So I don't know what they're gonna do with thirty people. It might not be thirty. You think it will it be a lot of? It'll be a lot. I'm telling you right now, it'll be a lot of. It'll cameos. be crazy if they mix match. They start throwing in the girls in there too. It'll, it'll be, be a lot of they cameos. Start throwing them girls like like rag dolls. It'll be a lot of cameos in this one if if they do it a lot. All right, so we got an AEW Unrivaled Series three detailed pictures of upcoming wrestling figure line, which is the toys. What did you think about that? Did you see the new toys? For what? AEW? For AEW, the Unrivaled series. Series 3? Yes. I bought them. You got them all already? The only one I did not get, which I don't see the purpose of getting because I really don't like them, is Neville's character, Pac. Well, I don't like Pac. I didn't really like him at all. I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. I thought you said you liked him. I don't. I hate I hate that character. I hated him in WWE and then... I don't know. On this one, he just looks even stupider. But I, I got always pissed off and all that stuff. So far, out of all this, the, the only ones I didn't get, I'm sorry, the only the, the series three, I didn't get the new Young Buck one. Okay. The reason why I didn't like that because I like, I prefer the Elvis look that I got from the first series. This series three is the black attire with it says the Elite on the jackets. Yes. I I didn't get that one because I'm I'm satisfied with the the skin tones off because it is the first batch, but I'm satisfied with the attire for the first one. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Alrighty then. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into uh, last week's um, WWE shows and AEW and stuff. So we're going to run through what happened and then you're going to give your input. Because obviously, did you see it last week or you didn't watch it? I did, but I don't remember. Well, I'll give I'll jog your memory here. So Raw, The Miz, John Morrison, AJ Styles, and almost read The Nightmare Before TLC, which was obviously before Christmas, and enacted a play of how Styles will beat Drew McIntyre at the pay-per-view. The Miz added a bit uh, at the end of the story where if Styles loses, then he'll cash in the money in the bank. Sheamus came out to remind Styles they have a match. Styles threw a Christmas tree at him. Sheamus threw a present at Styles in retaliation. So obviously this sprung uh, a match. After that, AJ Styles defeated Sheamus. Styles and almost attacked Sheamus after the match with a steel chair while he was trapped inside the ropes. Backstage, Bobby Lashley poured milk all over a stagehand who was eating one of Matt Riddle's bro nuts and wearing an orange, an original bro hat. Afterwards was a six-man tag team match. The Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, um, and Shelton Benjamin defeated Jeff Hardy and The New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier was by submission as Hardy tapped to Lashley's Hurt Lock. Lana defeated Nia Jax, Jackson, Shayna, Baszler attacked Lana and Asuka after the match with a particular focus on Lana's leg. Asuka fought back, but the damage has already been done to Lana. Moving on, Elias and Jackson Riker cut a promo, R-Truth interrupted, and some superstars tried to chase him down for the 24-7 championship. Riker took everyone out while R-Truth ran away. Backstage again, Keith Lee tossed a coin for The Miz and John Morrison. He then said they both won, but that's the only thing they'll win. Two-on-one handicap match, The Miz and John Morrison defeated Keith Lee, obviously. Randy Orton challenged Bray Wyatt to a game of hide-and-seek. Eventually, Orton attacked Wyatt backstage, put him in a crate, and set him on fire. But The Fiend came out of the flaming box and Orton down with a mandible claw. Afterwards, Mace defeated Ricochet because they're just making fun of Ricochet at this point. 
Afterwards, it was announced Lana is unable to compete at TLC and Asuka will need a new tag team partner. Pum, pum, pum. Then Dana Brooke defeated Shayna Baszler by disqualification when Nia Jackson interfered. Mandy Rose came out to help Brooke. Oscar joined the fight too. The three baby faces were able to send Jax and Baszler packing. Moving on. Matt Riddle defeated MVP in a rather short fashion. Yeah. Well, it's MVP. He, he's, he's only back to be a supporting role. He's just wrestling sometimes. And then, finally, there was a WWE Championship Ascension Ceremony promo with AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. Anything you want to add to Raw of last week? They're getting better. I can't say it's getting worse. It was getting better. Because how bad can you say they keep getting? They were bad two, three weeks ago. It was horrible. Last (laughs) week, like, I don't want to talk about it much, but this week Raw that just passed was okay like I liked it they actually gave you a story yeah like it, it wasn't what I wanted to happen but something happened that it was good same as Smackdown Smackdown is holding on its own by the skin of its teeth yeah and I will I would like to see them do edgier stuff which is what they're trying to do with the whole them burning Bray Wyatt thing but I don't know I just it needs... what do you think will happen to um, these these cinematic matches once everything goes back to normal. Oh, do you think they'll still keep doing them? They won't do them anymore. And if they do, if they do, it has to be for pay-per-views. Because at I one point it was fun because obviously it was the boneyard new, match. like the Boneyard match and all that stuff. But at this point it's just getting a little redundant because they're not saving it for specific occasions. They're just throwing it out every five seconds. Yeah, of course. But It's like... It's like... It's but, like... Um, with the fiend, the fiend is fun if you use him ever so often, not every single time. You yeah, know? like because he loses his his his. Like thing. I, you know what I'm waiting for, right? What the fiend versus the demon? With Finn Balor's back. Finn Balor's at NXT. Yeah, but do you think he'll go back? I don't know. That would be cool. It would be because it was already done. Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail. So. Alright, moving on. NXT of the of last week. Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano defeated Kushida and Leon Ruff by pinfall. Tommaso Ciampa defeated Tyler Rust. Um uh, Tyler Rust. Number one contender match, Kyle O'Reilly defeated Pete Dunn um, to earn a shot at Finn Balor's NXT championship. That was a good match. They will face each other January 6th for NXT New Year's Evil. That was a good match. It was a good one? Yeah, Pete Dunn was, it was an awesome Well, match. Pete Dunn is awesome. And if we've learned anything, Kyle O'Reilly has it's shown his true what? colors. Yeah. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart defeated Indy Hartwell by disqualification as Hartwell hit Blackheart with Candice LeRae's trophy and the referee caught her. Those two, accompanied by Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano, laid out Shotzi after the match. What, they beat up, uh, they beat up Shotzi? Yep. Jesus. All right, Karrion Cross defeated Desmond Troy by submission. Cross then challenged Damian Priest to a match for New Year's Evil. And finally, Tony Storm defeated Rhea Ripley by pinfall with some help from Raquel Gonzalez. So Tony Storm is on NXT now. Yep, she came to and she's evil now, or is it? She, she's it kind of looks like they're trying to do the whole bad guy route with her. Well, she was she was she was like the the baby face when they first went up against each other, and then. 
uh, Rhea Ripley just took over her freaking. Oh yeah, once once Tony Stone was gone for a bit, Rhea Ripley took her spot. That's it. But Rhea Ripley's hot. I think she's sexy. They're all hot. I mean, well, yeah, Tony Storm got a little badunk dunk. Moving on, NXT UK. NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ka- Ray defeated Isla Dawn. Uh, ben Carter was hyped up as NXT UK's newest prospect. Levi Muir and Jack Stars defeated Saxon Huxley in a two-on-one handicap match by pinfall with Stars getting the pin. Huxley attacked them after the match until Dave Mastiff came out to help. In three weeks, Piper Niven and Jeannie will face in a number one contender match. A-Kid spoke about winning the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Walter came out to say he doesn't represent the sport. Sid Scala said later on that if both parties agree, A-Kid will face Walter for the NXT UK Championship at the start of the new year. Kenny Williams is Kenny Williams is injured and he wants to help Amir Jordan with his singles run but thinks they shouldn't focus on the tag team stuff going forward. Trent Seven was interviewed about the Heritage Cup. He's taking some time to reassess his career work, his career and work through some things. And Rampage Brown defeated Josh Morrell by pinfall. NXT UK Tag Team Championship match Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang defeated The Hunt, Primate, and Wild Boar to retain the titles with the little help from Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews getting revenge on Eddie Dennis and their former friends. So it looks like things are going back to normal over there in the UK because that was probably the first time that I actually read about yeah, a, little bit more. a full on because usually it used to be like what like 30 minutes or probably lesser now it looks like it's like been an hour show I haven't actually seen it because obviously I'm a little behind on my WWE being that I am mixed in with my my comic base slash uh, superhero series marathon yeah. but eventually I'll get back to it so it looks like they're actually going back to normal, which honestly I still don't care much about because UK hasn't really made real stars. It was only once when I actually got a little intrigued was when when uh what was it SmackDown versus Raw versus the NXT and NXT utilized their NXT UK members as well. Oh yeah, you know I actually enjoyed that. Do you have anything to say about that? NXT or? UK, no. <clears throat> yeah, no. Uh, for me, it was always. When Pete Dunne was there, it was good. Not, not Pete Dunne's not there no more. I really don't really. Mustache Mountain was my favorite group. They're, they're, se- they're kind of separated, kind of, because they're giving Tyler Bate his own push right now. Uh, Imperium, which right now is mixed because Walter hasn't been wrestling in a while. Uh, Alexander Wolf hasn't been wrestling in a while, and the other two were tag team champions. Were well, I don't. Yeah, they're tag team champions on NXT, so it's like, you know, whatever. Hmm. Well, I mean, eventually I'll get back to go too. Hopefully, I, I want I wanted to go back because I want them to keep branding out. Because I'm still waiting for NXT Japan to happen. I mean, well, whenever the pandemic calms down, you know. Oh yeah. Um. So obviously, we're not going to be touching it on 205 Live, which you don't care much about it because, uh, tell you the truth, I forgot to put the information on 205 Live last it's week. Not noticeable anymore. But we'll move on with SmackDown. 
of last week. Throughout the show, Kevin Owens wanted to fight Roman Reigns, but continually was attacked by Jey Uso. Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, and Montez Ford defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Def, uh, defeated the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, and Montez Ford by pinfall. Three. Well, the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Defeated the. What, what, how was that? The, the 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 SmackDown match. Was it like a, was it like a go back and forth type thing? Kinda. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. Cause it it says here the Street Profits. Defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Defeated the Street Profits. Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford by pinfall, submission, and disqualification. Yeah, they won. So in all those those different type of ways? No, it, that's... That, I don't understand. Because it looks like they had more than one fight. Because it says that the Street Profits defeated Robert Roode. And uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated... Oh, wait. Okay, okay. The Street Profits... So I guess they fought Robert Roode at first and they defeated him. And de oh, Dolph Ziggler. They defeated him. Then Robert Roode defeated the Street Profits. Mm -hmm. You're not even listening. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell you're uh -huh. talking about. <laughs> All right, we're moving on while you're trying to figure that out. The Riot Squad. Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan defeated Billy Kay and Tamina by pinfall. So how are they using Billy Kay? Is Billy Kay actually being good or does she need... What's her name? Look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off that they broke up Iconic, so I have no idea what the hell they're doing with it. Iconic! They, they completely messed it up. Yeah. Carmella held a champagne toast to Sasha Banks, which was just a promo about how she'll beat her at TLC this Sunday. Banks came out to fight her, and Carmella finished the segment by smashing another bottle on her. So we will talk about TLC neck uh, on Wednesday. And what happened. So if you guys want to know stuff about TLC. Yes, she probably won. Okay. Otis defeated Shinsuke Nakamura by pinfall. Two people who have gone under the radar for a while. Which I... Especially Shinsuke Nakamura who was supposedly like this legend. Uh, Sami Zayn presented the first annual Sami Awards to give himself tons of credit. Rather than wait for the Slammy Awards. He awarded himself... Comeback of the year, match of the year, and was planning to give himself superstar of the year, but Big E changed it to his name instead. Big E then fought with Sammy. And finally, Bailey defeated Bianca Belair. So, any words on anything that happened this past uh, SmackDown or last week's SmackDown? What do you mean? Any words on SmackDown? Well, I can only say what happened last week. Not the week that, that just passed that we're going to talk about Wednesday. The week prior to uh, TLC. Oh, there was nothing. It was just all built up for the TLC pay-per-view. That's so what it nothing, was. Nothing, 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 nothing major happened. Like the whole Street Profit feud. The whole Kevin Owens feud with Roman Reigns. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, I wish would continue. I wish it would continue. That Roman good, Reigns and Kevin Owens? That was a good feud. Like, if you when you watch the match at TLC... I know you're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. Alrighty then, and finally, uh, AEW: <laughs> Hangman Adam Page, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Matt Hardy and Private Party win. Alex Marvez backstage with the Inner Circle. 
had a promo. Uh, Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson versus Angelico with Jack Evans. Cody Rhodes won. Team Taz trash talk for Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. Sting arrives. Alex Marvez backstage with the best man Nero. Another, I'm assuming, promo. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston addresses his enemies. All hell breaks loose. Dustin Rhodes delivers a message to Evil Uno. I guess uh, two weeks ago it was just a bunch of uh, promos. Wait, which which AEW? To- this this is uh, the the sixteenth episode. I'm talking about the one that on the before this okay. last week. Top Flight Varsity Blondes and Best Friends versus the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle one. Doctor Britt Baker attacks Thunder Rosa backstage. SCU versus The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed won. The Acclaimed challenges the Young Bucks to a title match. <clears throat> Top Flight challenges the Demo God and the Ratings Ruler. Yeah, the Inner Circle. Well, it's all of them. It's the Inner Circle versus the Best Friends versus R.C. Bronze and Top Flight. It's all together. It's uh, Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, MJF, Santana, Ortiz, and Jack Hager, and Sammy Guevara versus... The varsity best friends and top flight. Ivilesa and Diamante versus Serena Deeb and Big Swole. Big Swole and Serena Deeb won. After the match, Nyla Rose, Vicky Guerrero, and Red Velvet hit the ring. The best friends and Orange Cassidy with a message for Miro, which was, I guess, another promo. FTR take exception to Jurassic Express vignette. There was a no disqualifications, anything goes, number one contender match for the non-title against Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Kenny mm-hmm. Omega won. Mm-hmm. And then finally, after the match, the bastard Pac dropped a bombshell announcement. Anything you want to add to that week's uh, AEW? Uh, no. <clears throat> AEW right now, the only thing that we're going for is Sting. They can't, they can't wait to see what Sting would do. The whole storyline with him and Darby Allen. It's going to start to look amazing. Because supposedly the whole rumor is that Darby Allen is supposed to be being mentored by Sting. So now it's Sting, his mentor? And that, that's, what, that's the rumor going on. So it's not definite yet. But so far, every time Sting came out, it was always involving Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see. Alright, everybody. That has been our podcast, which was supposed to come out before... Uh, Christmas Eve unfortunately we had too many things going on at the moment so we had a shoot it today but we will be on we will be up on scheduled programming this upcoming Wednesday which we will talk about TLC and the matches before uh, last week leading up to this because uh, obviously this week nothing has happened yet um, but yes uh, this has been our Christmas episode of uh, our, our delayed Christmas episode of last week and before we close we want to just touch up on some of the stuff that happened with obviously John Huber's passing who is also a slash Luke Harper from both AEW and WWE um, Luke, uh, Luke Harper obviously had uh, was very much close to uh, the Wyatt family and if you know anything about the Wyatt family the three, the three other members of the Wyatt family was Bray Wyatt uh, Eric Rowan and uh, finally but not least 
um, who joined later on was uh, Braun Strowman, and our our friend here, Logan LeBeau, our fellow knight, will uh, read to you their um, their their twitters or their their tags uh, for uh, John Hooper's uh, passing. So we're gonna, the, we we're gonna start off with uh, what Rowan wrote. Rowan wrote the following. I'm sorry if they're long, but they are touch feeling, so get ready to share the tear or two. Eric Redbeard, that's his name he's going by now, wrote. What, where is he wrote going? By? Well, that's what, he, that's what he wants to go for. He's, I think rumors are having he's going to join AEW. I'm not sure yet. Oh, okay. But the, that was the rumor for him to join AEW. Okay. But I have no idea what's going on now. Um, heartbroken and numb. Just when I think my eyes have dried, I think of you and I start to cry again. I lost not only a friend, but a brother. I struggled last night with many emotions and memories. John meant more to me than he will ever know. I remember clearly all the loops we had during our years on the road together. We would always look forward to getting home to his families. Every time we would say goodbye to each other, it would never be goodbye forever. Because we would want he would want us his one or two days with them to feel like forever. One thing he taught me through his own actions has to be a better father and a husband. He was one of a kind in everything he did. A great performer, a great father, a great husband, and an awesome friend, and an all-around amazing human being. My heart goes out to him and his entire family and everyone he has touched by his greatness. My deepest condolences to his family. John is not, this is not goodbye forever, but goodbye for now. I will see you on the other side, my brother. I love you. And that was? That was Rowan. Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. Uh, you have um, Bray Wyatt. Uh, his neighbor name is Adam Shear. Uh, he wrote another long message as well, but touching. The crazy thing about this fan art, which is a picture of um, the White family looking up to uh, Harper, because Harper with a halo on his head, mm -hmm. the whole passing. Uh, he's talking about the fan art right now. That's the picture. Uh, I'm sure I can speak to the rest of the guys in it and in the locker rooms we shared all with John. From day one, when I didn't know shit about the business, trust me, he reminded me I was a regular laugh out loud. He took me under his wing. He constructive criticism was like no one else's. He had no problem in telling me that I suck. But he also was one of the first persons to let me know that I did something good. We traveled the world together and we had to put up with my crazy ass all the time. I learned so much from him and God, the memories I will cherish the rest of my life are unbelievable. We all used to joke about when we were old farts and about to get fired for any stupid reason, but they would always let us wrestle. We were going to take over the medieval times business and said he was going to be the silver knight and the silver knight ain't putting nobody's ass over because the ring was made just for him and it was made for him to make everybody look amazing. He was one of the most unselfish men I've ever met. An amazing husband and father. It was always magical being around him and his family because we went from salty old Brody to loving John. 
I wish I could walk out of the fireflies one more time with you, brother. Those were the most amazing days in my career, and I will hold them high till I'm gone. Save me a seat and a turkey leg at the round table. Ride hard, Silver Knight. I will see you again. I love you. Again, sad. That it's, it's, that, that, that was Braun Strowman. Oh, that was Braun. That was Braun. I thought it was Bray. No. Now Bray Wyatt, which everybody knows his name is Wyndham. Uh, his actually made me shed a tear. His was actually a good one. You are my best friend, my brother, my partner, my <clears throat> Terry Gordy. You changed, we changed this whole game together because we refused to do it any way but our way. We were always at our best when we were a team, and I think we both knew it. We fought like brothers because we were. I am so goddamn pissed. This isn't how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be us, fat, bald, useless, running the Wyatt family spots in high school gyms till we're 70. Where do we go now? What do I do knowing I'll never hear your condescending criticism as I am writing high, I miss you so fucking much. I would do anything just to live through our worst moments again. I can't believe you're gone. I am sorry, brother. I am so sorry. You'll always be a part of me, whether I like it or not. Without you, everything is different. And I hope Amanda truly knows this, that I am here just to say it because I love them too. I will make sure your sons will know the incredible man you were. Not the legend people will tell, but the real you. The one that people, few people got to see. I promise that I'll pull him over, I put him over clean in dark matches when he's old enough, just like I promised you, wink wink. I'm hurting so bad. I wish I had a chance to say goodbye. But then again, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. Save me a seat next to you, wherever you are. That's where I belong. I'll be there when it's time, my time. Goodbye forever, Brody. I love you. I, I love how they all mentioned that he was a loving husband, father. Like, that was the main one thing first out of all of them. Even Stephanie McMahon and Vince McMahon and Triple H said that he was a family man first. And that was awesome. Um, you, you, you don't have to read them all, but do you have some other ones that uh, some of the other wrestlers might have said? Uh, yes, I do. <clears throat> I have here on my trusty handy dandy cell phone. I have here we go. Where load load? It was so random though. Like, it was. It was so random. We have here uh, amazing talent. Awesome husband, human being, father, and I'll never appreciate any other fatherly advice from this man. That was Triple H. Drew McIntyre, our entire brotherly and industry mourns tonight. In addition of the incredible passing of a talented husband and father, and also a great man who loved his family more than words can say itself. Rest in peace. I'll see you down the line. Uh, Randy Orton, who was a member of the Wyatt family for a brief time. I don't have any words. May God send his beautiful fa family as much strength as possible. I'll miss you. 
Uh, Daniel Bryan, I love you, not miss you. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Charlotte Flair retweeted what AEW wrote, and then said, "said It's hard to explain to people, and I'm not certain we would want him to. But the biggest and scariest man you'll ever see on this television is the kindest soul you will ever meet. A model." Husband and father and proof that some people are too good for this earth. Uh, Natalia posted pictures of her, her nieces and the Hart family, basically the Hart family kids, playing around with Brody in the backyard. I know that there was pictures of him with like a Mario hat. And yeah, that, that was like with, uh, with Xavier with Woods. Becky Lynch or something. Yeah. Uh, 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 we have here Matt Cardona, which is um, Zack Ryder. He posted a picture of them together saying, uh, a great man, a great husband. We will miss him forever, John. Amber Moon wrote, uh, Brady wrote, uh, Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Alexa Bliss wrote, I'm in total shock. Prayers to Amanda and her boys during this time. I know you lost a beloved husband and father. Rest in peace. <coughs> Johnny Gargano. Uh, the Real EC3. Titus O'Neil. Matt Hardy. Taz. All these people. Uh, Nikki and Brie Bella. The Devon Dudley posted something as well. Devon wrote, quick, quick. I'm still in shock over hearing the news about John Herwer. I've worked with him in the ring as well as outside the ring. He was a tremendous asset to any business he's in. I love him. And he's a, a loving husband, father, and a great friend. We will miss him dearly. Rest in peace. Um, a lot of people posted a lot. But to me, the most touching were those three. The wife, I mean, the main wife. I mean, oh my God. I read that and Bray Wyatt's caught me. Bray Wyatt, I almost joked on that one when I read it. Dad got me. Well, I mean, all we can do over here on our side is just pray for the family of John Huber and wish him, you know, uh, you, you, can't, you, can't, you, can't. you can't say I wish you... You know, to get better and everything, you just you just wait. You know, time heals all, but it's it's really sad. And, and what what gets me more, like, I'm happy WWE wrote a statement because yes, sometimes wrestlers pass away and WWE does acknowledge them mm -hmm. because of the whole bad outing that they had. But for them to acknowledge Luke Harper. <clears throat> And what made it even better is that they tweeted out the same picture AEW tweeted out. So it was amazing that they... they it was they, like a crossover. Yeah. It's a bad crossover because we didn't think this would be the crossover. But for them to acknowledge that this guy was a caring family member. He was a caring husband. And he loved the business. And for them to go out... Literally, he, he his ankle was messed up. That's why he wasn't wrestling in AEW. Just goes to show you how um, precious everything could be. Life, life is so short. Like one minute he goes for a, a hurt ankle and he doesn't come back because of a lung problem. It's pretty nuts. But yes, uh, yeah, like I said, we we over here. The only thing we could do is you know offer our condolences to the family and keep our prayers. You know that in this time of griefing, grief grieving they they find some kind of light during the darkness you know because obviously it's it's gonna be a long haul i mean when kobe bryant passed away and his little daughter obviously i know that the 
the the wife. And, oh yeah, that shocked that shocked they the went, world. They went through they went through a long period, but I'm pretty sure at this point, although I'm pretty sure she still misses him and everything, you know, she's living. You yeah. know, I don't know if she's moved on yet or anything. Like that. I don't think she's gonna move on anytime soon. But yeah, it's it's, it's it's that's what happens. I really don't know when my mom passes away, or or, or when my dog, let alone, passes yeah. away. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just, you know, right now I'm just trying to. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna tell you right now. My mom and my brother passes. I'm gonna lose it. It's hard. I'm losing you it. You know, my mom's already an older woman, and you know, I'm just, you know, I try to keep optimistic. But how many more? How many more years do we got with her? Um, I'm trying, you know, or one of us. Yeah. We never know. We're not granted the next day. So um, it's kind of crazy how we went from wrestling endeavors to such a well, well, such well, a Because well, you got to think about it. The Wyatt family was a good storyline. And we invested into that storyline because our, it was us. Like that was our, for us in high school. The down kid that no one believed in to have a group of friends who believed in you and you rise up with that occasion. That was us. That was our yeah. rocker. Uh, that was us. And Bray Wyatt did that too. He took the out. Aww. You know, that yeah. was it. And then with this, it, it was Harper. Harper was one of those people that you could relate to. And it was, it was, it's sad. It's like right now, it, you know, I hate to say it, but if, 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 knock on wood, real quick, you know, what if, um, Flair passed? Yeah. That'd be a biggest stab. What? Oh my God. That'll hurt. It'll hurt. And if you're a wrestling fan, to know what Harper did for the industry and how he literally brought his family. His family was there almost all the time. Like, there's pictures of these wrestlers that are posting that literally he's hanging out with their kids. Stephanie McMahon posted pictures of him hanging out with her daughters. So it's like... So they they look all scary and all that stuff, but in the end, they're, they're not really they're fluffy like, bunnies. just a persona. They're you know? fluffy bunnies. All right, everybody. We would like to continue mourning um, Luke Harper's passing, but honestly, we can't just keep going and going and going. Um, but we, like we said, we will, you know, we'll miss you, buddy. We'll, we'll miss you. We'll keep telling, we'll keep telling, uh, you know, the future of what happens, you know, with, you know, other other news about Luke the Harper or whatever, Dark Order, whatever the case, you know, who will be the new uh, enlightened one. Yep. Will they find somebody to cover it? I don't know. But yeah, this has been another episode of Wrestling Endeavors. I am Dave D. Saint. You can find me on all hashtags and all social medias under Dave hashtag D. Uh, I mean, Dave underscore D underscore Saint or Dave D. Saint or David Santiago. If you want to play um, video games with me right now, the only thing that I'm currently playing is. Um, Dead by Daylight, you can find me under at AerialDean81. I repeat, AerialDean81. Uh, drop in your link. I am Logan LeBeau. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, your room, as always. And if you want to play WWE 2K20, 19, or WWE Battlegrounds with me, <laughs> you could uh, hit me up on PlayStation Network as Logan6336LeBeau. Have a good night, guys. And as our fellow knight would say, take care, man. Take care, man. <laughs>